A reading from Matthew 27, 57-61. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. On the 6th of December, we talked about another uh, intervention. This was Simon of Cyrene, who gets to carry the cross. Uh, Joseph is a little different because... He is a wealthy man, and yet he has become a disciple of Jesus Christ, which, if we remember the rich young ruler, uh, we remember what Jesus had said and how difficult it is for a rich man to um, you know, actually follow him, uh, because there is a cost, a cost of discipleship. And, and here he is showing, I think, uh, he, he's being brave and courageous because he is going to the seat of power and kind of revealing himself in that he is saying, um, give me the body of Christ that I may bury it in my own tomb. Yeah, it's interesting. <clears throat> Jesus uh, says to his disciples, um, when he says to come follow him, that they'll have to abandon everything, for even the Son of Man does not have a place to lay his head. And this is even the end of his life. There's not a tomb for his head to be laid in, that it takes uh, someone coming along, an offering of their own goods in, in this moment. And so Joseph uh, helps Jesus fulfill the, the full intention of his life, even in death, and steps forward. Um, it's interesting to know how this would have affected Joseph socially uh, in his position of wealth and the power that he had and the place that he uh, found himself, but uh, it is one of those moments of sacrifice for the Savior. I like what you said about uh, Joseph, uh, that Jesus uh, does not even have a place to be buried. He doesn't have a tomb. Uh, and he has talked about this. He's always moving through things, but he's not possessing things. And even the tomb, which is part of the prophecy that comes out of the Old Testament about being raised from the dead, coming out of the tomb, he has to have that. So this is, in a way, miraculous uh, and a fulfillment. Uh, but it, I, I also like what you said about the sacrifice that this man might be making here in order to come forward to those who possess power and reveal himself publicly as a follower of Christ who has been crucified and killed as a criminal. Yeah. This is the stage of Jesus's, you can't say life, but his ministry that he has to have the most trust because he can do nothing for himself at this point. It's all in the Father's hands and it's in the hands of other people who begin to execute it. Jesus can't raise himself from the dead. When you're dead, you can't do anything. And Jesus can't care for himself uh, in a tomb. He is dependent completely in these moments on the activity of others, including human beings and the Father in heaven.